Yeah. Here we go again. On. Put it like this. I wouldn't have it any other way. Home squad lady, yeah, we really on the way. We the reason why your main bitch going in my Specializing, flexing on the haters, hey, hey. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I told y'all I got content. Wouldn't have it any other way. Always. Wouldn't have it any other way, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You already know you're listening to the Put It Like This podcast and put it like this. It doesn't matter how slow you have to go as long as you don't stop. Believe me when I tell you. I'm your host, Wildcard Spades. And uh, we have another fire episode for y'all today, man. Um, my guest is someone I wanted to to bring on to, to give y'all a little bit more inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, to my listeners, I want y'all to get a little bit more inspiration. He lost a lot of weight, man. And he started his own podcast about the journey. So um, without further ado, we have Nima Karazi. What's good, man? What's happening? And you nailed it. You nailed it. Most people mess that up so hard, but you're amazing. And, and let me talk before we start, who sang that song? Uh, that's actually, yo, a lot of people ask me that. So I'm glad you asked that. A lot of people ask me, that is actually my track. It's called Any Other Way. Um, it's, it's a song. Um, um, I, I, I actually have the description at the bottom. It's one of my songs and um, I use the hook. Uh, Vidal is singing on the hook, so man, shout out to Vidal. Um, but yeah, that's that's my track. I'm I gotta tell you, if anybody's listening to this in their home office with their headphones on or their earbuds in, I recommend you take this podcast to your car and you bump it up because <laughs> I heard that song before, but when it was in the car. Yeah, my windows were rattling and it, it <laughs> felt different. It hit different. It, it hit was a good. Different. It was real good. I gotta download that song. That's a good one. Yeah. Word up, man. Yeah. That... So I um, so I had to get the gastric sleeve uh, surgery December third. So like four months ago, four and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. And I um, I've lost a hundred pounds as of yesterday morning. Wow. And congratulations. It feels, yeah, man, it feels great. It's the most weight I've ever lost at one time. It's the most consistent that I've been. Mm -hmm. And it feels like time travel, you know? (laughs) Indeed, man. I I understand. Uh, Cause I went through this pretty much not the same thing, but I went through, everybody goes through that. And that's why I, I felt like, that you were such an important guest to bring on because a lot of people go through that up and down battle with their weight. At one point I was 250 pounds and I'm only six feet tall y'all. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> y'all do the math. Like I was big, I was, uh, hibernating and, and, um, I ended up losing, like, you know, I, lo- I lost the weight, but I felt so much better after I lost the weight, man. And I know it's a, um, it's it's a really hard journey to go through, but as long as you have the discipline, I I mean, it, it shouldn't be, it should work out the way it should. You know what I mean? You know, honestly, when people tell me that they lost weight, my biggest, first and foremost, my response to them, regardless of the pounds that you've lost, because it's mm-hmm. not about pounds. No, it's about how you feel. Right. Do you feel healthier? Do you feel more energetic do you feel like you can do more you're, you're more active mm-hmm. that you you care more that you're more willing to get up and go across the room for something like before <laughs> if, if my phone was on the table that was like five feet away from me i'd be like babe could you get my phone and now if my wife is like i left something in the car i'm like i'll go i'll run down the stairs and get it for you like i'm I got to keep myself busy. I got to keep, you know, occupied. Yeah, man. I mean, and with the, with the, the I want you to, to like explain um, to the people a little bit more, because I know a lot of people have been 
you know, people have done liposuction and all these different yeah. um, uh, techniques to uh, uh, surgeries to get your uh, get their weight down. So, yeah. I mean, explain to the people a little bit more about the surgery that you that you actually went through. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. So there's so there's usually about three different types of surgeries you can have. One is called a lap band. So basically, they just kind of put a cinch at where your esophagus hits your stomach. So if your stomach kind of looks like like two fists, there's like a little pipe that goes from your throat down and they put a little like a zip tie on it that they can fill with fluid to make it tighter or they can release the fluid to make it looser. So you have like a port on your side. Anyway, so Kaiser wow. doesn't do that surgery anymore. Mm -hmm. um, that surgery is good if you want to lose about 50 pounds, mm -hmm. um, up to like about 100 pounds, but it's not for like major weight loss. Mm -hmm. The next two are the sleeve, which is what I did. And the sleeve basically just takes your stomach and cuts out about 75% of it. So you're left with like a banana sized stomach. Uh -huh. So they cut out like three fourths of it and they remove it. They take it out of your um, person. Oh, completely. Completely. But that's okay. it. That's all they do. They don't rewire or reroute anything. They just, it goes, you know, your stomach. The only issue with that is that uh sometimes uh you because you have stomach acid in your stomach at all mm -hmm. times mm -hmm. that helps digest the food break it down if you cut that stomach down by 75 percent then you've your stomach acid might still be producing at the regular level oh so you basically so then, you got a fear of burning yourself inside out right that's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So you, you could have acid reflux crazy. Mm -hmm. And if that's a side effect that about, I think 20% of people that have the, the, the sleeve surgery get acid reflux, severe acid reflux. And if that's the case, it could burn holes in your esophagus. So the solution to that is the next surgery, which is called the Rue and Y surgery. And I always joke, that you, you don't ever want to have a surgery that has the term ruin in it. <laughs> it's usually a bad sign. It's not um, a good sign at all. Not a good sign. You want the success in why surgery, not the ruin why. <laughs> not not ruin. that one. But the ruin why surgery basically reroutes everything. It makes makes your stomach very small and it reroutes your pouch. And it takes like it, it kind of removes the acid altogether, and it, it takes something from another uh, duct and puts that in, and it, it becomes very precarious. And and mm -hmm. the problem with that is there's a lot of complications. Not only that, but you have to take a lot of vitamins and minerals because a lot of the vitamins and minerals that we get now, and 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 I'm telling you, almost everybody that that is in the world today. Mm -hmm. even, let's not even say the world. Almost everyone that's in America today. In America specifically. Is yeah. malnourished, meaning they're not getting the proper amount of vitamins and minerals. Mm -hmm. They're getting plenty of calories. Oh, yeah. But they're empty calories. And they're also mostly dehydrated. Nobody drinks enough water. You, you know maybe three people that drink enough water. Yeah. That's it. And those yeah. are gym rats. Yeah. Nobody else that you and I know drink water like that. Like the dude that carries a five-gallon tank with him, like yeah. on the bus. Uh huh. That that dude is like the opposite of everybody else in the world. So maybe construction workers. A little, right? Bit. right. <laughs> a little, right. a little. I mean, they're still on the bit. cusp. They're on the cusp. <laughs> they're teetering. Yeah. But so that's the kind of thing that, like, if you if you. If you do the ruin wine surgery, then you absorb even less minerals and vitamins because your stomach is even that much smaller. Mm. So then you have to take more vitamins, daily vitamins, multivitamins, minerals. Your iron is going to be low. Your vitamin D, your vitamin B12, your vitamin C, and all these things are really good. Your, your um, calcium, your proteins, everything. So... Mm. It just seemed like two daunting attacks. So one was kind of not even offered to me. The other was like way too crazy. Like it was just too much, you know? Yeah. Too many complications that, that, that came with it. Yeah. Just too much opportunity.
for a mess up. So yeah. I was like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to go to that route. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so anyway, so, so the sleeve seemed like the most obvious choice for me. Yeah. And, uh, and so I did that. So they, they did the surgery same day. No, no overnights, nothing. Wow. Same day surgery, seven thirty okay. in the morning, home by three thirty, I think. Oh wow! And that was most of the yeah. time waiting for you to wake up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did a tap. They did the whole thing. They put me under. They brought me back. And the next day, I felt like I got hit by a bus. Oh man! Because she didn't tell me this was my first surgery, so it was my first time going under. Uh-huh. And the lady told me. I have a short neck and I've never been self-conscious about my neck before. <laughs> like, I'm self-conscious about a lot of stuff, but never my neck. <laughs> she was like, you got a short neck. And I was like, who are you? Like, don't talk to me about my neck. You create, you creating insecurities that wasn't there before. Like, Come on now. What the fuck? Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, I was good. It was muscular. I felt, I felt good. I, now I feel, now I feel insecure about my neck because I, I, you know, I feel like my neck is muscular. Come on, now. I got Damn. like a ziggy. I got like a ziggy neck now. I got like on my no neck. Come on, man. I don't want to. If it was long, you'd be feel like a giraffe. But I got a short neck. So it turns out they had to crank my head back so far to get the breathing tube down my throat yeah and the surgery took a little bit longer as well so that that caused my neck to crick to get like my muscles to get sore so for two days i'm not kidding you space for two days when i would sleep on my pillow like this for me to move my head back like that i'd have to literally grab my head with my hands and lift it up and move it back like this manually because oh, I didn't have the neck support. And oh. after surgery, after any kind of surgery, everyone tells you, oh, it's gas. You know, they put gas because they have to inflate your stomach to do the surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't do it with everything smushed on smushed top of together. each other. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's not a like an in and out double double. You know what I mean? Like you can't. You can't yeah. do surgery on the lettuce when there's two patties next to it. Exactly. You got to move the lettuce and the bread out of the way. <laughs> got to get the tomato out of there. They got to move the cheese. It's yeah. a whole process. So they inflated me. And so for like two days, you know, I'm like, you're belching. It's coming out of every orifice. You're, uh, they're telling you to walk. There's like, there's like sore patches all over you. Oh, man. And I kept talking to these groups on Facebook. I'm like, Guys, my neck is like ridiculous. They're like, oh, it's gas. I'm like, in my neck? In my neck. In my they're like in your shoulder blade. I'm like, why would there be gas in my shoulder blade? It was in my stomach. A gas doesn't creep up and around it and travels back. around. You know oh, what? Yeah. You know what? I gotta I gotta uh I gotta play devil's advocate because okay. I've had gas before. And I mean gas will travel. <laughs> Gas will travel all the way up here, all in your chest and everything. And it's like, damn, gas will travel to your head and give you a headache. Like, it's crazy, man. I I swear to you, I've had gas that actually traveled through my body. I'm like, what the hell? And I have to kind of like um, meditate. I have to kind of, you know, meditate and try to, uh, uh, you know, Travel, make it travel a different way than where it's going, yeah. man. I've had some gas, yeah. Reroute it exactly. Yeah. I had to, I had some gas in some places you wouldn't understand, brother. When I tell you, <laughs> funny. seriously, man. I like that. That's funny. But finally, I joined this group on Facebook that it was like mostly nurses in this group, mm-hmm. and I was like. So at the at my wit's end, two days of, of this, and I was like, hey, man, I have this neck pain. They were like, oh, I, I wish one of them would have been like, oh, do you have a short neck? <laughs> this is a Ooh. short neck syndrome. Ooh, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little bitch neck, right? Listen, <laughs> I got you, T-Rex motherfucker. I got motherfucker. you. Motherfucker. So, yeah. <laughs> short neck bitch. So, 
so she was like, actually, it was a guy. He was like, um, you know, yeah, it's uh, it, when they crank your neck back like that, you just got to put like a hot compress, massage it, rub it out, then put a cold compress, and then and then just keep repeating that, and then it'll be fine. And I swear to God, man, I did a warm pad. I did a, uh, my wife massaged my neck, and then I did a cool pad. And then by the next day, I was 99% better. And the next day, I was 100%. Like, it made all the difference in the world. It was just my muscle was, like, so tight and so wound up. Because my head's never like this. When are you ever? Who yeah, sleeps nobody, like this? yeah, nobody's just sitting like this all day. You know what I mean? Like, whether you have a neck or you don't have a neck, you're not sitting with your head straight up all day. So Man, I don't know what kind of neighborhood you grew up in, but I didn't, I didn't grow up in a neighborhood where you just expose your throat yes. when you sleep. You know what I mean? You want to keep that. You want to keep that. Tight. Tuck it a little bit. You always want to yeah, tuck it a little it, bit. Yeah. yeah. You, need, you, you, tuck, wanna, you gotta tuck that so a little bit. You don't want to. Yeah. You keep that little tight. Yeah, man. But yeah, so that was that was probably the hardest part, and then the, and then the rest of it was just walking. Like they were like walk every day, and so I've been walking. I I. I walk like six days a week, 30 minutes a day, and I have a little pedal thing at home that I, I do. Uh, okay. When it rains, uh, I'm in L.A., so it rains here like, you know, seven days out of the year. Mm. So <laughs> on those days, I have my little pedal thing, and at uh-huh. nighttime, I try to hit it, too. Oh, that's cool, man. That's real cool. So, I mean, like your whole process, that your process um, – I don't know if it, it, it kind of empowered you a little bit more, but uh, you started a, a podcast about your process, process. Like, like, how was that? Like, what did you, you know, what did you cover as far as your process? And I mean, you, you're probably still covering it now, aren't you? Yeah, so uh, that's a really good question. Um, so I didn't want to do a podcast about this at all. I was trying to do a podcast on happiness. And just trying to be happy. And like, it's like a really tough thing in the world okay. and people aren't happy and people mm-hmm. think they're happy, but they're not. And, and all these millions of websites about happiness. And, and I was like, I was kind of obsessed with it. Mm. And my wife was like, look, man, I like, I dig it. I'm with you. However, <laughs> it would behoove you to do this process now while you're in it. Yeah. Cause everywhere I looked, it was like, gastric bypass questions and it was one episode mm. on a health thing or one episode on a diet thing and it was like oh yeah there's also gastric bypass you could do this and this is the positive here's the pros and cons and here's the negatives and okay cool next episode we're going to talk about bicycling mm-hmm. and <laughs> nothing no info no heads up no like doctor's visits who you should tell what you need to do what the requirements are mm-hmm. how what the surgery is going to feel like what mm-hmm. the mindset is after like all of it For and real. so i just started recording and it, it just became the my gastric sleep podcast it's available wherever you're listening to your podcast mm-hmm. and there's a website my gastric my gastric sleep podcast.com and you can go check us out yes and there's episodes up and every tuesday we have new episodes so that's cool and I just really liked the idea of like putting it down and I'll tell you, man, therapy is like the, I'm the biggest proponent of seeing a shrink. I think it helps. I think everybody needs to see a therapist regardless. If you're you good. You, yeah. What? That's funny. You said that brother. I'm glad you did say that because people don't realize when you want to fix your body, you have to start with your mind. Okay. 100%. You need to start with your mind first. So a lot of people got it fucked up because they want to take one uh, uh, pills that you take every day. You're going to lose weight if you take these pills. Bullshit. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're going to lose weight if you do this. No bullshit. You have to start with your mind first, y'all. So anybody yep. that's listening to this podcast right now, take heed to this. Listen, you need to fix your mind first because once you get right up here, you're going to start, everything else is going to fall in line. Continue, brother. Yeah, I don't mean absolutely. to cut you off, but I had, no, no, I had to not say at that. All. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. I I learned so much through therapy. One of the things I learned is my, my motivator. I'm not 
there's like two ways to motivate somebody, right? There's we always we have this this saying in in uh, in English, right? That's like I'm a foreigner. I'm from Iran, so I I love these little American idioms that are like you know a, a bird in the hand, you know, two in the bush. Two in the bush, yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. So the, there's one is like the the carrot or the stick. Right. And I was like, why? Why? I'm not even that into carrots. Why is there a carrot and a stick? It's two ways to get a donkey to move forward. You either yeah. put a carrot in front of his face uh-huh. and he's so dumb, he keeps thinking he's going to eat that carrot and he moves forward. That's the positive following. reinforcement. Uh-huh. Or the stick is you beat the shit out of that donkey. Out. And he moves <laughs> so then he, then he just show him the stick and he starts moving because he's scared uh-huh. of the stick. Right. So I learned through this process. One converse, I've had doc- conversations with doctors, nutritionists, therapists, personal trainers, my family, your family, the listeners' family. Everybody and their mom has told me some way or another to lose weight or that I should. Mm. One doctor sat me down and he was like, look, man, I'm not going to tell you you're going to leave here and have a heart attack and die. But I'm going to tell you truthfully, you have about 20 years to live and that's it. Wow. Wow. And I'll tell you, Spade, that was enough. That was scary enough and realistic enough to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, it would. It should. I was like, 20 years, man, I'm not even 40. That means I don't hit 60, which means a lot of things. But it means I just married my wife. I don't get to spend that much time with her. Mm-hmm. I don't get to retire. <laughs> so I don't get to enjoy shit. And my life is going to get worse. Like, this is probably the best it's going to be. Now, because I'm only going to get fat turn and slow work. So that was like, oh, fuck, I got to do something. Yeah. And even then it took me like six months. But ever since <laughs> that conversation and having this talk and they were like, you got to walk. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll walk exercise. Right. They're like, no, no, no. After surgery, you could get blood clots in your legs and you could die. And I swear to God, my biggest fear went from like dying from jumping out of an airplane to can you imagine how stupid I would look to go through all this shit and get this surgery and lose all this weight and then die of a motherfucking blood clot because I'm lazy. Just or or just walking through Walmart. You know what oh. I mean? <laughs> you went to you went to try to go shopping and get you some groceries yeah. or something like that or Whole Foods or wherever anybody shops at. I'm trying to paint the picture for you guys, people. All right, <laughs> stick with me. All right, you walking through the grocery store and you just fall dead like that. Come on, man. Yeah. And you got your whole. You it's really have your whole life ahead of you, but you really don't if you don't take care of yourself. Yeah, and I was like, I gotta walk. I got to walk every day. I got to walk 30 minutes. I started doing research on, on Johns Hopkins website, on the Mayo Clinic's website, on the CDC, on the, the DMV. I was at the, the, you know, I was on every three-letter website, you name it, FBI, CIA, government. I need answers. I need answers. (laughs) So... I finally, you know, that was my motivator. And I realized I'm fear motivated. So you could tell me all you want, Nima, man, I love you. I want the best for you. Even when I talk to myself, Spades, when I talk to myself, I'm not nice to me. You, I'm you real have, with me. No, you got to be real with yourself, man. You got to be real with yourself. I'm 100% real. Yeah. I'm walking and I'm like, man, I really don't feel like walking. And then in my head, I go, shut the fuck up. Shut and the keep walking. fuck up. You better keep shut going. Shut the fuck up. Bro, I am the biggest, I swear to God, I am the biggest fan of shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up works in every situation. When someone's complaining about their job, shut the fuck up and do your job. Shut the fuck up. Someone's complaining about traffic, shut the fuck up and drive. Just shut the fuck up. Focus on what you got to do and do it. Get it. You better get it. Get it. And and just to be clear, I uh, checked that with my therapist. Mm-hmm. I was like, am I being too mean to myself? He's like, look, as long as you're not like continuously berating yourself, uh-huh. but if it's just like, shut the fuck up and keep walking because we need this motivation, you're good motivation. If it's shut the fuck up and keep walking because you're a piece of shit, that's different. That's, that's, that's a whole, that's a whole wanna, different story. Nah, that's you're, a bad thing. You, but you're you going- gotta be, you know, aggressive, but positive. 
is good. Right, right. But you don't want to go too left with it. So like when you <laughs> right, when, right. when y'all in the gym, when y'all in the gym trying to get your bodies right or you're riding a bike or whatever you do to try to keep yourself fit running or whatever, you can be mean to yourself because it, it, it's kind of like having that bully or having that person who tells you you can't do this or you can't be what you want to be. You can be whatever the fuck you want to be as long as you push yourself. So keep pushing yeah. yourself as hard as you can because no pain, no gain. Trust me when I tell you, you got there's no that's in life in general, y'all. You got to have some kind of pain to project you to what you need to be. And it, whether it's from you, whether it's from the world, you got a, a relationship, uh, you know, a lot of people have different motivations uh, 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 to, to get them to that point, to where they want to be. But whatever the fuck it is, y'all, use it. Yeah. Use that shit and be what you want to be and become what you want to become. Whether it's losing weight, whether it's being the the, the next uh, uh, Bill Gates or or uh, damn sure. uh, Mark Zuckerberg, whatever the fuck you want to be. Just push yourself, <laughs> yo. Just push yourself, man. That's it. I totally agree. I totally agree, man. I, I, I think about this all the time because it took me a long time to graduate college. You you know how long it took someone by <laughs> how long they say the word long for? It, it took like, me it a, a long time. Like, like long... like, yeah, yeah. It took me a long next podcast. Long, long. But really? I, I used to know I used to know a person and they would tell me I was I was telling them I'm like, yeah, you know, I I haven't finished college and I have like two years left and I really want to finish. And they would tell me like, look, here's here's my here's the thing. These two years are gonna go by whether you do you do the school or you don't do the school. The two years are gonna pass. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care if you graduate college or not. But what I don't want is two years from now you bitching about the fact that you didn't do it. Right. 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 The best day to start something was yesterday. The next best day is today. That's good, right? That's heavy. That's heavy. That's good, though. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, man. Like, there's, the Chinese have a saying. I love it so much, man. The Chinese have it. Wouldn't it be cool if I knew how to say it in Chinese? It would, would be, be so, so fucking cool. Can you do it? Can you do it? Do it, man. Do it. Hey, yeah, do the Chinese it. have a saying. What that means is, And what that means is, my name is Nima, and you're very pretty. <laughs> Wait a minute, bro. You had me fucked up for a minute. Yo, I, I was like, yo, holy fucking shit. He's saying it. But I don't no, speak no, Chinese, I, and only... I didn't know what it was. <laughs> no, that's the only thing I know in Chinese. But the Chinese have a saying that says the the best day to plant a tree is ten years ago, and the next best day to plant a tree is today. Mm. And it's like, yeah, of course, because you can't you can't live in the shade of the tree that you planted today, but you will be able to reap those benefits in ten years. Mm-hmm. But you got to be patient and you got to think forward and you got to plant that tree now. If you didn't do it 10 years ago, boo on you. But you can have shade in 10 years. You can't bitch about not having it in 10 years. Not if you know now. Yeah. You can't. And that was yeah. my thing was like, I can't go back and change my shit, but I can change my shit now. So that 10 years from now, when I look back and I go, man, thank God I made that change at, at 39 or 40. And you can see the difference, and you can see. Fuck yeah! There's no way you can't see the difference when the, I mean, like you make that change, and you actually yeah. commit to it. It's yeah, it's a big, it, it's a big difference. Not only is it physically, but it's a big difference emotionally. Like just feeling better, feeling different, feeling stronger and healthier, makes me like I like losing a hundred pounds, bro. All I want to do right now is go to the gym and just press a hundred pounds and just be like, I lost this. This is what? I this, lost yeah. this. Oh, man. I That's got deep. this done. That's deep. That's deep. Yo, that is real deep because you think about it. Everybody that's trying to lose weight, that would be a good challenge to have for somebody. 
every pound. So say you lose 20 pounds, you add 20 pounds to your weights. You know, you right. 50, you add 50 to your weights. Yo, that's deep as fuck. I love it. I love, I love it, it too. Yeah, I, I can't wait it. to get back in the gym, man. I miss that. That's the one thing missing. I can do all the cardio. I can get all the walking out and everything, but just hitting weights, I miss that so much. I'm not a big, like, meathead or anything, but I just love putting weights on racks and just, like, going to town, just blasting your music, stupid loud, hurting your eardrums, and just, <laughs> <laughs> just knowing that in 10 years you're going to be jacked, but you're not going to be able to hear shit. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> this, this is that. <laughs> You gonna have some. You 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 definitely gonna be swole. You gonna be swole, your but you ain't gonna be able to hear deaf. shit. Yeah, your body's gonna be deaf, and your ears are gonna be deaf for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, so uh, so it seems that like I attract musicians all the time to this show, man. And and this one might be a surprise to some of y'all, but you're a musician. I am. Yes. I'm a, I am technically a professional musician. Get the okay. All right. So so what do you do? What do you do? What what type of uh, music do you? So I'm a percussionist, which is different than just being a drummer. A percussionist plays. Uh, I mainly play hand percussion. So I play Middle Eastern drums. I play Latin drums like congas and bongos, and okay. cajones. And I also play drum set. But my my love is is here is uh, all the the hand drums mm. and i'll tell you something so in in iran where i'm from mm -hmm. we have a word for a professional anything we call them ostad ostad so it's o s t a d ostad yeah ostad mm. so an ostad is someone who's who's a professional in what they do. And the definition of professional for us as musicians is someone who's gotten paid any amount of money for playing music. You're a professional. So I had a, my first gig, I played a wedding and my, my buddy's a violinist and he's like, a, he's a real, real Ostad. Shout out to the violinist. I play violin too. Nobody You're knows right. this. Nobody knows this. I played first violin when I was in orchestra. Just oh my god! This, this is this is a a fact to you guys. Y'all don't y'all never knew this about wild card spades. I actually played first violin. I was that good. What are you still playing now? I'm not playing now. I play guitar, you know, here and there. You know, I play piano here and there and stuff like that. Like I try to keep it. You know, that's just just for fun. It's not like a uh you know something that I do for. Uh, as far as monetarily, I don't do it. Like, I don't do anything. It's just for fun. You picked not only a very expensive instrument, but you also chose a very difficult instrument to learn because if, if I don't know if your viewers know this or not, but violins aren't like guitars. Violins don't have frets. So you have to just know where that yeah, note is. This is probably why you're so like, <laughs> you're so visual and you're so attentive because you're like, you you must be a real like touchy feely guy, right? Like, I am. You probably I'm, like get your I hands am. on stuff and yep, yep, I mechanically am. inclined. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. I am. I am. You read me. You read me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I love all that stuff. I tried playing the violin. I sound like a. a So you are a musician. I mean, if you I am, know, yeah. yeah, if you know like the the history and to the reason why you would want to play that music, because to tell you guys, anybody listening to this, y'all know that we have a lot of musicians on here. So there's a reason why you're listening to this podcast, and there's a reason why a musician would want to do what they do because they want people to listen. They want people to hear and feel good 
at the time, yeah. you know what I mean, with their craft that they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a, I have a funny story for you. Okay. Uh, so I, I used to play with belly dancers, right? So I would play, we'd do shows and stuff and, and play with belly dancers. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get tired of it after a little while. But, but, uh, but so these belly dancers would come and we would learn all these different rhythms. So there's these different rhythms that you have to learn and they have names. So you learn Bellady and then you learn Chef Tatelli and you learn Masmudi and you learn Ayum and you learn Maksub, uh, Ayub and Maksub and, and you put all these together and you say, okay, I'm going to play two measures of, of Bellady, two measures of Ayub, two measures of Bellady, two measures of Maksub and then uh, two measures of Chef Tatelli and two measures of, uh, you know, of, um, you know, ability to end, and then we're good. And so then that's she like a knows remix. in her head, yeah, yeah, right. But then she knows in her head what you're gonna do, and so she can coordinate and choreograph in her head. Okay, so that goes like this. My hips go like that. This goes like this. I could do like a pop stuff. I can do the bottom <laughs> stuff here. I can do. Okay, I got it. And then we go and play. So I played at this restaurant, and the 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 dancers. I almost call them strippers. The dancers that would come, <laughs> you know, you hit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dancers that would come weren't trained classically. These dancers were from one specific company that we all know in the in the um, belly dancing community, and they're kind of like pole dancers that wanted to wear more jingles, mm. and so they were tired of taking their clothes off. Which God bless them, good for yeah, them. Yeah, but let's yeah. do that. But also, let's respect. The, the art, art. The tradition the art and the yes. art thank yes. you yes the art so we went to the we were doing the show and halfway through the show it's me a violinist and a keyboardist and we're, we're doing the show halfway through we take a break we go in the back the belly dancer shows up and she goes okay i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna play my track and we're live musicians we got your back you know we can yeah. just play for you yeah no 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 i'm gonna do my my music i brought my cd okay you do your music, and then we'll do a solo. I'll, I'll play for you. You dance. Mm -hmm. She's like, okay. I said, okay. So I'm thinking I'll do super simple. Four measures of melody, four chef to telly, four melody, four chef to telly, and we're done. Keep it simple, yeah, in between the two. That's it. Just yeah. four, 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 and then you're done. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know what that is. You don't know what which one is. I don't know what any of that is. And you're a belly like, dancer? You came to interpret a language that you don't speak? You can't uh, you can't be you can't be a translator and not speak the language. Speak the language. How 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 are you Come gonna on, be man. a translator? That's like saying you're gonna be a translator for English and My language. Like, come on. Like, like, bro. <laughs> nah, man. No way. No, so I, I, I just told her, I said, listen, what, what I go, do you know this rhythm? And I played a melody rhythm. She goes, yeah, I go, I'm just going to do that until you want to do shakes. And then you get, you turn around and you wink at me when you yeah. want to do a shake. And Give then I'll the just do a roll until you're done shaking. And then we'll, we'll finish it. That way Boom. it's just easy. Boom. She's like, okay. So we did that twice. And then I, I told the boys, I said, you know, we got to get a different dancer in here because this is just whack, you know. Yeah, man. You can't, you can't have be that. doing that. You can't be doing that shit. If you if you're gonna respect the art, if that's what you want to do, you talk about being a belly dancer, you gotta respect the art hundred yeah. percent. There's no halfway, there ain't no half stepping, like Big Daddy Kane said. There's no <laughs> ain't ain't no half stepping. If you're gonna represent, you need to represent all the fucking way. Trust me. No, that's not happening, man. For real. I thought. I always thought it was a little degrading when I saw women uh, belly dancing. And then I, I took this, this class with this pro professor and she told me the history of belly dancing. And she said that back in the day when there were villages in, in the Middle East, mm -hmm. the, the men would come over to the next village and they'd mm -hmm. say, I want to buy that girl. And, you know, if he had money, she had to go with him, even if she didn't want to. So what the girls in the, in the villages and the tribes started doing was they would go to neighboring villages and they would dance. 
Mm-hmm. And the guys would throw gold coins at them. And they would take those gold coins and they'd sew it to their shirt, to their top, and to their skirt. Mm-hmm. So then they had all these gold coins. Mm-hmm. And when they had enough gold coins, the women went into the villages next door. And they said, I want that guy that has like 30 cows and 25 goats. Yeah. And here's his dowry. Boom. <laughs> and she put all the gold coins down. So it was an empowering thing. It was a it was a powerful thing that the women were taking the power back. This hey. story, unfortunately, isn't very well known. Hey, and you know what? That's the scripples. The scripples, y'all doing the same thing. Hey, you know, I'm I hey, I'm not a big strip club guy, but I give much power to the scripples. <laughs> hey, all y'all strippers out there! Oh, no, sorry, exotic dancers. Exotic dancers. Exotic dancers. I give you guys <laughs> y'all credit. You know what I mean? Y'all going out there. I mean, if they throwing it at yeah. you, you know what I mean. Go ahead and, and sew them dollars in into everything you do. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead. You go ahead and get that Benz. You go ahead and buy that house. You go ahead and, and get that Maserati. You're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, that's what happens, you know yeah. what I mean? That's your that's the, the fruits uh, of your labor. That's the fruits of your fucking labor. More power to you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. So I uh, so um you're an ad writer too, man. You're yeah, I write writer. for for beauty products, yeah. How'd you get into that? Uh just kind of by accident, you know. I um I started in marketing uh, in in 2004, so mm-hmm. like uh, about 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I got into marketing, and I really, really wa- I wanted to write commercials. You know, that was my big thing. I had all well, these like commercial jingles? ideas for anything, for oh, all. Anything. No, no, not jingles, okay. but like like commercial ads. Okay. Like I had this one ad that I thought would be so cool, and it'd be this father and son. They're playing chess. Uh-huh. And the son is like seeing, he's trying to get his pawn to the other side, or he's trying to move his queen and do something like sneaky or crazy, mm-hmm. but he's like very obviously going towards uh, a specific goal. Uh-huh. And the father's like talking to his son and he's trying to teach him a lesson like, you know, son, you always got to think three steps ahead. You got to plan for your future. And he's just moving little little pieces and the sun is just you know hyper focused and the camera's kind of above the sun or to the side of him and it's just showing that little pawn trying to get to the other side to, to become a queen yeah just trying just yeah. trying to get to that point and just the step before that pawn gets there and becomes a queen the father says Checkmate. Checkmate. Right? You caught it. You caught it right on. You were right on the button. And it was like, you yeah. got to play. And I was like, well, this could be a Morgan Stanley commercial. This could be a Fidelity commercial. This could be a bank commercial. Anything, you know. Anything. Anything. So I, so when I got into marketing, marketing was just like, take pictures of products. We're going to make a price sheet. We're going to make a catalog. We're going to do, you know, all this stuff. We're going to market for people. Mm-hmm. And then eventually became doing ads, doing social social media. Uh, you know, taking photos, posting, doing all that stuff, and Facebook ads and events. Yeah. So that was another aspect. And then this job now, I write for skincare and hair care, ironically. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, I got to say this. I don't know if there's any bald people out there watching this. But listen, you, you, I don't know if you other bald people know this, but you have to use shampoo still. Because you have hair follicles, follicles. Here. yeah, those so, follicles. Yeah, you still got to use the shampoo. Don't, 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 uh, don't not get shampoo. So you got to do bumpy that. as fuck up there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get some dry skin. Looking like so you know what the condition is. Looking like Willie Lump Lump. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want skin wave. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I, I, I was getting into different stuff and. This job, they, they got me on as, as, a, as a beauty ad writer. So I write ads for, you know, like a spot corrector. And I'll tell you, man, one of my favorite stories about this place, we were spending so much money. Uh, we launched this, this spot corrector. It's like a thing that, like, if you have a liver spot or an age spot, mm-hmm. it makes it uh, a little bit lighter. Hold on one second. So Sorry, did a, I lose you? No, nah, you good. You good. Okay. So you said they have so a, you have a liver. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, if you have a liver spot or an age spot, it just basically, um, like, lightens it up, right? So it's not as visible. So right. So it's a spot brightener. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm looking at it, and, and we launched this campaign. Everything's going great, but it's spending, like, a ton of money. And I'm like, that's so weird because I was very specific with my keywords. You know, you can bid on specific keywords. I'm like, spot brightener, spot lightener, mm-hmm. lighten, brighten, that kind of stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. It's weird, but it's the... So I go search my keywords that are, that are spending. Mm-hmm. And at the top of my list, I shit you not, is the, at the very top of my list is the term anal bleaching. For your booty hole because people <laughs> were thinking oh if this brightens and lightens your spots it'll lighten and brighten my butthole yeah <laughs> and then people were using it and then they were looking for i guess uh penis lightener because like i guess some dudes were i don't know if that was a whole thing so i Why? had negative a lot of words i I didn't even want to look into it. That's that's how that's how weirded out I was. I was like, I don't know what's happening in your life that you feel like you need a lighter. Yeah, penis. I like your, your your dick is too dark. Like what the? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess if it doesn't uh, match, but I mean, who cares? No, <laughs> you know, Cat Williams. Used to have, <laughs> yeah, he said it no match. <laughs> you remember Cat Williams used to have that bit about stretch marks. Yeah, <laughs> Cat Williams had a bit about stretch marks where he would say like, "No, no real man gives a shit about stretch marks because either you were fat and you got thin, or you were thin and you, you got, got fat. Thick. Yeah. Either way, we fucking exactly all I don't day. Know a woman, I don't know all a woman in the day. world that would look at a dick and go, you know, that looks like a little it's, bit darker. It's a, it's a shade. Is yeah. Than the face. Come <laughs> out. Your your balls a little bit too. It, it's it's not. I don't. Un, man, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't care she's about that dealer bullshit. A, Come on now. She's <laughs> not a, a Vegas dealer at the end of her shift. Like you know what? I'm out. Have a good, good luck to you. You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's too dark. I'm sorry. Nope, nope. Doesn't match. Nope, 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 nope. I, I, no, I'm out. (laughs) I love that idea. That idea is perfect. Every, every no, 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 no. And out of there. I'd like that one just one time, you know. Oh man, oh man, you about to make people make TikToks about that shit. Oh man, yo. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Hey. Yeah, um, yeah. But yo, this is the part of the show, man. I had so much fun, man. This is the part of the show that you do a plug. Anything that you want to plug, anybody you want to shout out, whatever. This is the part of the show when you do it, man. And uh you know, feel free. Shout awesome. Out. Well, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. So, uh, so the podcast is called My Gastric Sleeve Podcast. It's on Instagram and Facebook. It's on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and pretty much everywhere else. Ow. So look for it, find it, listen, subscribe, and and give us five stars, please. Please. Oh, and please. also feel free to send it to a friend because. I say this later on in, in a future episode, but um, sometimes you have a friend that you're worried about that maybe they're, they're gaining a lot of weight. And something I always appreciated was when a friend of mine would pull me aside and say something to me that was like caring, but not shitty. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I've noticed you gain a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can do to help? Because I'm worried about you and I'm, I want you to be healthy. Right. Instead of, hey, bro, you know what? You should skip a meal. Like, that's, that's not going to help anybody. No. But helping. So, and then, you know, if you're like, hey, man, I, I was listening to this podcast. This dude went down from like 410. He's like 294 and still going. So maybe you want to give a listen. It's called my gastric sleep podcast. And then, you know, that way, like you feel like you've done something 
and you heard something and you know maybe maybe it'll help somebody you love and maybe it'll help you it'll help me in the future like i want to i want to re-listen to my shit down the road mm-hmm. and just see gotta plant that tree now so i can live in that shade 10 years down the road hey gems gems dropping gems y'all oh, better p- oh. yo, hey hey y'all better pick them up while they shining baby <laughs> hey, this was so much fun man thank you so much for this this opportunity this was great yeah man i had a lot of fun too man this was a great episode and um like i say uh i say it to a lot of people but like you know i really me and you gelled man and and you're welcome any fucking time you get ready anytime you want to come back you got my contact man you can hit me anytime man you're welcome anytime you want to come on man y'all need to make sure y'all check out that podcast tell them again what's the name of the podcast bro my gastric sleeve podcast and it's at my gastric sleeve podcast.com check it out you won't be disappointed yes sir man hey you know y'all have fun we have fun man but you know what you've been listening to Put It Like This podcast, available on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and other popular streaming platforms with your host, Wildcard Spades. And I got to give another thank you, man. I got to give another thank you to my boy. Yes, my man's now, man. Oh, shit. Nima. That's right. Karazi. <laughs> Ow. Yo, yo. <laughs> I gotta give him another thank you, man, for, for joining us today, man. And 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 don't be scared to hit that like and subscribe button. And also don't be shy. You know what I mean? Go ahead and leave a comment or something. You know what I mean? Let me know how I, let me know how you feel. You feel me? But until next time, until next time, y'all already know what it is. Yeah. I'm shaking the room, y'all. On. Put it like this. Wouldn't have it any other way. Home squad, lady, yeah, we really on the way. We the reason why your mind is going in my head. Specializing, flexing on oh, the yeah. haters, ain't they? And I wouldn't have it any other way. You get it again. Keep on listening, man. Got more content, more knowledge, more episodes. Stay tuned. Ah!